0: Not, he's not lying. He does. <laughs> Lame sauce. He's got to go pee while he sits down first. And then <laughs> he'll go to Guilty. Bed. Uh, Guilty. Guilty. There let's, it is.
1: Let's jam it on the one, please. Jam it on the jam
0: one. Jam it on the one. We ready?
1: Yeah, whenever
2: you are, G.
0: You're the captain
1: of this boat. Let's go. It's all good, man. You're you're the captain of this Titanic. (laughs) I know, right?
0: All right, everybody welcome back to another episode of the UNT3 podcast I'm your host Ryan Gerfers co-host Joel Cox and Christian Fisher What's up, everyone? so what we do is we bring you all music all the time and uh, we're three best friends so that anytime we get together all we do is talk about music uh, we can cover thing, uh things from Uh, who the best guitar player in the 60s was, or who was the most uh, influential uh, bass player of all time. We'll even talk about different albums that are out, or our favorite albums from past decades. Uh, Concerts, really the sky is the limit. We want to bring you into this discussion. Uh, We've got uh, some really good stuff for you this week. Um, And so what we've been doing in the past is... Uh, We've been starting to put together a super group. Uh, We're going to continue that this week with the bass player. Uh, If you tuned in last week, you saw that we picked our drummer and we went with John Bonham. So we're going to see who's going to fit well with him in that rhythm section today. Uh, So really, we'll uh, get Christian to start us off with uh, what bass player should be in our super group.
2: All right. Well, I've got three for your consideration. Um, (laughs) I'm going to start it off. uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't have him in my list. um, The one, the only Cliff Burton. Um, I'm, I'm a huge Metallica fan. Um, You might even say they're my favorite band. Uh, And I put him on my list one because he's Cliff Burton. But two, for someone who was only in the band for three years, um, almost 40 years into their existence, so 37 years without him, they still hold him with such reverence. The fans of Metallica, you know, there's there's that meme of if you had a time machine, uh, you go back and, hey, Cliff, switch places with Lars. Um, you know, Metallica would be, you know, this if Cliff had never died. Um, And if you just – if you actually look up, like, Master of Puppets' bass line, bass only, and listen to his bass lines, um, he wasn't that bass player that just, I'm going to follow the rhythm guitar, and I'm going to, you know, just be straight line. His his bass lines were, um, especially in the metal community, quite creative at least I think so he's my first um, thought I'd put my heaviest hitter right there. Second, we, we mentioned him last week uh, with drummers when we talked about Danny Carey um, and my second is Justin Chancellor, the bass player from Tool.
0: That's um, good. Yeah.
2: He, he uh, <clears throat> I mean his line alone in the song Schism. That, that's the first thing I think of when I think of him. Just his bass line. Like his bass line is, is uh, the dominant force in that song. Like It starts with the bass line, and the guitar is just a bunch of power chords, and the bass line is front and center in that song, along with the drums. You know The drums are always front and center in Tool because of Danny. Yeah. But <clears throat> Justin is my, my second. And then for my third bass player... Um, he might be on your list ryan i don't know if this is the same list that we talked about earlier, then he's not um, and my third player base player is sting
0: whoa wow okay. no okay. he no he is not like that so you're justin Chancellor and sting uh are not on my my list so that's fantastic i Actually. didn't
2: I didn't i didn't think sting would be I thought justin might have an outshot, outside shot um but I mean, I—he's not normally mentioned uh, in in the conversation when you talk about the the greats in bass playing. But Sting is multifaceted. He play the bass. He can sing, right? Um, I'm pretty he sure can he can write songs. Guitar. Yeah, he, he can write songs. I'm pretty sure he can play guitar if if they asked him to. Um, but his his bass lines in the police aren't, aren't are no joke. You know he's he's yeah. got some pretty uh some pretty tasty licks,
1: if you will. That's true, man. That's 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 a great choice. Yeah, I the can't argue that That's yeah. good. So, yeah.
2: so those are those are my three for for consideration.
1: Where are you so, at, man? Okay, so um, going back on what we talked in the podcast before, uh, one of the things that I I think of when I think of bass player or any utility player for a super group, uh, one, talent, two, name recognition. Those are kind of the two easy ones. But then the third one is, I always feel like the person that I wanna choose is someone that I feel like will represent the song and be be just a chill player. Someone that has some kind of history of, um, now again, I've never met any of these people, but just based off of stories and things of that nature, like someone like Lemmy, I left off the list. I think that would be totally awesome to have him there, but I just don't think he would fit because he was who he was. Uh, Kind of like Les Claypool and some of those players. You know, Cliff was a – that's a great outside-the-box player because he was a utility player, but he was also unique, but you know that he was going to play to the song. Right. Uh, So that's great. I mean, that's a great player. So the three people that I have to go along with, John Bonham – is going to be John uh, John Paul Jones. Just, I mean, the well, rhythm I section mean, of Led Zeppelin. I mean, and of course he was in uh, Them Crooked Vultures. Yeah. And plus a, he's done session work. So you know that whatever happens, um, he he can still play. He can play yeah. keys. He can, you know, yeah. he seems like a very chill player.
2: What I like about John Paul Jones is just, one is versatility, and two, his professionalism. Like you yeah. know, if he's if he's in the band, he's he's got it locked down. Whatever yeah. you
1: ask him to do, he's gonna do, and he's gonna yeah. do it really well. Yeah, and if you think about like them crooked vultures with uh, with Josh Hom and uh, uh, Dave, Grohl. Dave Grohl, I mean, he just did his thing, and he, mm-hmm. and every I've saw them on uh, on TV or on YouTube kids youtube has a lot of live videos it's great but i saw them on youtube and he would, you just could tell like even at his age now being with led zeppelin he still loved playing like the smile oh, yeah. on his face i mean that's just you know so that's kind of that's kind of an out i don't think we'll choose him but i think you have to put him on this list
2: well is he is he on is he on the the overall list ryan
0: uh, that that will be coming here shortly <laughs> Well, all right. Mr. Numbers guy.
1: Um, the second guy that I put on here is this is just a personal favorite, uh, Tim Comerford from Rage Against the Machine. I just love yeah, him, man. Yeah. He's just, he's just, I don't know. He just seems like you know if you've seen uh, what's that Rush documentary uh, where he talks I'll be on about? Beyond the Light of Stage. Yeah, he goes and he goes to talk to Neil, Peart, and they won't let him back there because they're like you're too much of a nerd. Like, <laughs> like he still loves music. But yeah, he he grooves and he plays and I I don't know. I just I'd love to see him in another group other than Rage, but Well he was an audio slave. That's well, but I mean but that's rage with Chris Cornell. So
2: Well, I mean let's call it
1: what it is. But (laughs) either way, I mean he's still an awesome bass player. Well,
2: you you could argue that the lead singer for Rage with Chris or Rage with um why can't I think of his name? Zach Delarucha. Yeah you know the lead singer set the tone of that band yeah but what i but like the, what
1: I, go ahead but they groove the same i mean
2: they uh, he, uh, yeah they in some of the stuff they did that's true uh, i i would i would say, the thing i like about him though is he's he's another solid he's just a solid bass player
1: and he seems like he'd be pretty chill i mean except for when he's Crawling on top of things at the MTV Music Awards, or Board throwing
2: or. the bass up in the air and letting it hit him in the face.
1: No, that was Nirvana. That was Chris Novichelic who did that. Okay. He did. He did it with Nirvana where he threw it up and he knocked himself. Yeah, I. Out. I so, but uh, but yeah, but I mean, he just seems like he'd be a super chill guy. Um, this guy I added to my list is. I'm sorry, I ended up having four. Sorry, but uh, Pino Palladino, who play. He's a session guy. There's all these you know, session guys. Yeah, I mean, he played with John Mayer. He's played with a ton of people, um, but just a super solid bass player. He can play funk, jazz, rock. Um, I mean, there's other, all these studio guys we can name, but and then jazzers, but I try to keep it with, like, kind of the rock vein. So what I settled on is my last pick is Billy Sheenan. I just think, you know, with Talus, uh, David Lee Roth, Mr. Big, I mean – he just, he can sing, he can play, he's done the studio thing, he's a phenomenal player, like he can literally just, he can keep up with uh, Paul Gilbert, yeah. um, and if you, if you haven't listened to any of the playing, the first two songs off the first two <laughs> Mr. Big albums are just stupid ridiculous as far as bass playing, because they do these harmony things together, and uh, anyone who doesn't know who Paul Gilbert is, go check it out, Um, it's a little dated as far as, you know, when it came out, but the playing on it is just phenomenal. But those, I mean, Billy Sheen, it just seems like he's the type of guy that he can just walk in any situation and he can handle it. So he's another John Paul Jones. Yeah. And I mean, in a way, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, those are, those are my pick.
2: Yeah. Well, okay. Well, since Joel got four, I want to add one more (laughs) so that I can have four. And I don't think this guy made anybody's list. I don't think he's on Ryan's list. I know he's not. Well, you just gave a short sure list, so I know he's not on yours. Yeah, he's But my my fourth.
1: Um, Kip Winger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought actually he was on my list because he was a utility player before he forward winger. So yeah. Um, and, and I, not only that, I, but he can sing. He can yeah he can dance. <laughs> well because that's hey have you in seen the flips band? he does in 17 go, go watch yeah. that video he he kicks his leg out and everything like that oh yeah but he no, was I just... he was doing the garth brooks mic before anybody else did
2: yeah kip winger kids look him up wow <laughs> i'm
1: not being serious with that pick but
2: <laughs> oh really <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's a great bass player hey, I, I... oh man
2: he's not bad
1: He's not bad. But dude, watch watch the video for 17. Watch him do that little kickflip like, while he sings with his Garth Brooks mic.
2: That is definitely a song that would have gotten me too'd if it <laughs> came out
1: today. <laughs> There's a lot of things that would have been me too'd. Anyway, uh, so uh, this is the point where Gerfers, uh, the numbers man, <clears> gives <throat> us his top 20 bass players to see who made the list and then top we'll kind of go from there. Oh, We're 21. actually
0: going to make it 21. Wow. Um, okay. Okay. So I think this is going to be the first week that we probably will have a three-way tie because nobody's going to pick the same base player. Ooh. So nice. we're going to have a little discussion here. But um, real quick, so 21. Now, again, uh, some of these names I know for a fact we are not going to pick for our supergroup. But I think it's only fair to the listeners that are out there. One of these guys that I'm about to name off may be your favorite and maybe in your super group. And so I want to give nods to these players on this list. Uh, and who knows, I may throw a name out there that, you know, Joel or Christian didn't think of in the moment, and they may be like, wow, that's the guy right there. Yeah. Um, the, the first one, and keep in mind, Robin. sorry – This is in no particular order. So the list that I put together, it's not I'm going from worst to best. I'm just going off of research. So (laughs) (laughs) so, uh, this one I added added to the list uh, one of my coworkers. uh, I coach with him uh, here at the high school locally. Uh, He actually plays bass. And so I I asked him, who are your top three? Mm -hmm. And he threw a name out there uh, that was not on this list. And when I did some research on it, it deserves to be here. Uh, The name is James Jamerson. Mm -hmm. Uh, He basically uh, played with the Funk Brothers. And he pretty much, from everything I've seen, um, if you're into Motown... He basically founded Motown from everything that I've read. Um, Any of the big Motown hits in the 60s, he was playing bass on those. And so really that big Motown movement, and there's a lot of bass players on the list that I'm gonna read off uh, that I was reading. They said that James really kind of was a pioneer in bass playing and they kind of, uh, I don't wanna say he was their inspiration, but they definitely took some of the things that he did and some of the techniques that he brought to the table and they added it into what they did. So I think it's only fair that his name is on this list. I mean, if if you're being looked at as the, uh, you know, godfather of Motown with a bass, I think it's only fair that your name get brought up. Mm-hmm. Um, another name, and this guy, I'm gonna go ahead, I'll pick four like you guys did this will be one of my official picks uh will be chris squire from yes Mm. okay i mean mm, just go listen to roundabout and tell me that he doesn't deserve a nod that's all i'm gonna say yeah um And then you've got Steve Harris, Iron Maiden.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Right? I mean, it it, it is what it is. Um, And then, so bass player from Talking Heads. You all know who that is? It's a
2: woman. I can see her. I can see her face.
1: Yeah. Tina
0: Tina Weymouth.
1: Yeah, she has a bob. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, Tony Levin.
1: Yeah.
0: King Crimson, Stickman. I mean,
1: be careful mentioning that
0: name on YouTube
2: <laughs> as long as we don't play any of their music, we're fine. you got to be
0: careful of
1: Keith Crimson
0: <laughs> and then, they are
2: notorious blockers
0: yeah and then you've got uh, of course the the current bass player uh, of Metallica, uh, Robert Trujillo mm-hmm. I mean go watch the dude play if you, if you don't if you live under a rock and you don't listen to Metallica just go watch the dude play well and
2: look look um look up his band's suicidal tendencies infectious grooves what he did with ozzy when he played with ozzy yeah
1: so i mean and you can also look up there's uh he's the one who owns jocko's bass, and watch the documentary and he him was he was the
2: guy he was the um and the main uh, driving force behind that documentary
1: yeah and i think the thing that's cool about robert it goes along with everybody and of course i can't some of these people i've heard that the the girl from talking heads is difficult some of these other people i don't the guy from motown from what i understand they they're just you know they they did their job and they went home but like with um uh with robert he is he if you watch the interviews with him he understands his role in metallica is not to be infectious grooves or any of the other bands that he's been in it's to be the bass player for metallica and I think that that's a huge testament to the quality of bass player that he is. Plus, he which just seems like which under- might top-
2: argue is an oxymoron, which
1: means what? what bass player you- Metallica. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think that that's what's so cool about him is he just like everything that I've seen, he just gives off the quality that he's just he is the happiest guy to be. You know, Jason. Jason was excited, but Jason also got you know riffed on, but. Robert just seems like he's just so thankful to well, be you in know, that situation. Jason
2: was, Jason was super fan, right? Yeah. yeah. And they've, they've gone on record before saying they, they wanted to beat the fan out of him, right? Mm-hmm. And so for 14 years, he was the brunt of everything. Yeah. And then Robert comes in and like you said, he's just like, yeah, I'm thankful to be here and, you know, at that, you know, and of course, Entering the band at different times of their lives, maturity levels are different. So, and yeah. he also didn't have to follow Cliff. That's
1: right? true. Well, they got it. I mean, of course, counseling helps too. But anyway, uh, so, so Gurfers, uh, what's who else is on your list?
0: So, the next one on the list is going to come from a massive band, huge band that we haven't actually mentioned on any of our podcasts yet. It will be the bass player from Queen. Oh, John Deacon. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hmm.
2: I almost put him on my list.
0: And so yeah. I, I, I think he deserves a nod. Um, and then Joel um, mentioned this bass player, uh, Motorhead, Lemmy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll kind of stick with that kind of genre of music, um, Geezer Butler, Black Sabbath.
1: Yeah,
0: I thought about putting in my mind. I mean, let's see. Well, who else we got here? Peter Hook.
1: Who's Peter? Who, who Joy Park, Division,
0: or? New Order.
1: Oh, okay. Joy Division, right on, man. Okay, that kind of 80s. One of the uh, few
2: times Joy Division will get brought up on
1: this show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and oh, then... Not uh, the last, I'm sure. Uh, this That's next why I one, Joel already talked about. What is it, uh, Billy uh, Sheenan? Billy Sheenan,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, and then Victor Wooten. Oh,
2: Yeah. He's, Let's see Victor Wooten is his own thing. Yeah, I was just about to say, he's... He's right there in that, that category of the Jocko Pistoriuses and sure. uh, and um, Primus. Why can't I think of his name?
0: Let's Claypool. Uh, let's Claypool. So like, we'll we'll get into we'll get into what I would consider like I called it um, with the drummers. I call this list would be the whales, the mm-hmm. the probably the bigger names. Um, one of which Christian had on uh, his list was uh, Cliff Burton. Mm-hmm. Okay um jack bruce Mm,
1: yeah i mean sing and play yeah cream jack
0: bruce is there uh christian's mentioned this name for the next one uh jaco pastorius yeah john paul jones which was on joel's list we've named les claypool Mm uh several times the one name that i haven't heard brought up yet now les claypool was my second pick one of my uh one of my picks so that's two of the four Okay. The next name that I'm going to put up is an official pick. I haven't heard this name mentioned yet. I may have fallen asleep if y'all did. Uh, is Getty Lee. Oh,
2: yeah. No, we haven't mentioned him.
0: But I again, I put
2: I... I put Getty in that in that, like, he's his own thing list, right? He's for the super group discussion, um, at least in my mind, I don't know about the, the two of you, but I I try, I, I try to stay away from the more progressive players, um, just I, once, you, once you get in that progressive pool, that area of, of playing, you kind of, yeah, your, your, your bass lines are going to be really out there and cool, but is it going to serve the song that you're, you're playing in mm-hmm. or the band that you're playing in? More yeah. importantly, you got a monster back there on the drums, and are you going to be able to lock in with him and, and, and do what's needed? So
1: yeah and that's why I stayed with the jazz the jazz players like there's a yeah. ton of jazz bass players I could have added uh but that's the main reason why I stayed away from those guys,
0: yeah, so you've got three of your four so uh, there's three names left um can I
1: guess one sure i i is flea on your list
0: yes and- f- yes flea, flea is on the list Um f and Flea. Uh, <laughs> John Entwistle from The Who. Yeah. And then, and and then here, I mean, this is not my pick. Flea is my fourth pick. Um, Yeah. But this name here, we have not talked about today yet. Um, Paul McCartney of the Beatles. I mean,
2: now, when we had this discussion a few months back, on your back porch, Ryan, we ended up going with Paul.
0: We did go with Paul. We We ended up going Um, with Paul. So it'll be
2: interesting to see if we stick with him.
0: If I remember correctly, a few months back, we chose Paul mostly, and I'm not saying solely, but mostly on name recognition alone and how popular he was and how everybody would know who he is. And the fact Um, that he can write. And then, yes, and then at the same time, you got pretty much a second frontman with Paul being your bass player. And so if we're looking for utility and versatility, I mean, Paul is right at the top of that list.
2: But I would argue that you get that in my third pick in Sting. Sure. You get the songwriting and the singing and the versatility with Sting. Maybe, so not, maybe not as prolific, but. You get the same
0: thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm going to pick one of my guys, like if I had to pick one of my guys that's just a, in your face, he's just going to lay it all out there, and he's just badass to watch play, mm-hmm. I'm going flee. Yeah, I
2: was about
0: to say, you can go I, I'm going flee all day long. I mean, the dude can play. And all of these guys that I named that are still alive, to this day, almost every single one of them said that Flea is near the top of their list. And so, I mean. He's not a bad pick. I mean, Flea, I mean, you got to think. Rhythm section, Flea with John Bonham behind him there on the drums. I mean, cool. that's.
2: Ooh, Two
1: different styles, though. That's okay. That, well, but mean, they both groove, though. I mean, that's the thing. Like, there's. And the thing you also have to remember, like Flea can play other instruments as well. I mean, yeah, he can write too. He's, he's and, versatile. And his drumming, or the drummer that he's been playing with, is similar to that kind of bombastic John. Yeah, Pong
2: I'm. Style. I'm kind of surprised he didn't make any of our lists last week, Chad. Chad Smith. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking he's about good. that. I was thinking about that today on the way home from work. Yeah, Chapman like, slash we left, uh, left off. Uh, we left some good drummers off the list last week.
1: Well, and that's the problem with any of these lists that you know. And he seems like a guy that can hang with people, but you know, John Bonham's who we got, so we're, we're just yeah, going to well, stick I mean, with it. No, we're not going back. We're we're no, I'm, we're forging I'm, I'm ahead.
2: I'm cool. I'm cool with who we picked. I'm on cool, the Daddy.
1: Chill, Daddy. Chill.
0: So uh, I mean, if, if, so, four, so. Chris Squire, Les Claypool, Getty Lee, and Flea. I'm picking Flea as my guy into the ring. So, like, Joel, you picked four. Who's your guy that you would throw into the ring against Flea?
1: Well, there's – there's, I think that rem- being reminded of our previous discussion, um, I think I'm going to switch my pick, and I'm going to go with Paul McCartney. I'm, I'm going to switch it. I'm going Paul McCartney. Flip. Flopper. Uh, I think that someone who is able to listen to others and make an educated, uh, uh, pick is, is much better. So I'll be a flip flopper, but I, I'm going to go with Paul McCartney just because I no did forget about his original picks. Oh, well, no. And I, I mean, the other guys that I I picked are great too. Uh, but I, I think that that would be, I mean, and I would be happy with him or Flea either way. So what about
2: you since you you changed your pick to sting or not sting to paul mccartney that kind of nullifies my pick and sting because i was going to go sting originally okay Um, so i'm i'm going to go with what i know and i'm going to go with cliff
1: okay okay so bottom
2: wearing monster on the base
1: okay so now we have a stalemate so how are we gonna how
0: are we gonna figure this out guys
2: Well, I mean, Who I have nothing most, to do tonight.
0: Well, let's do this. Who has the most Instagram followers? That takes Cliff out of the argument.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, dude, well, he was he was dead long before Instagram. Yeah, Way we'll before you, social media and all that. Well,
0: that's, that's, that's but, below
1: the well, the thing about Cliff, though, is I mean, I think what Fisher said is is something to really take consideration. Is he only played with Metallica for a short period of time? and yet he's still regarded as, I mean, in most cases, the Metallica sound. I mean, he was the one who basically, I think it's funny because he taught them how to harmonize. He taught them how to uh, understand the classical side of what became their, their music. And I mean, if you listen to Master Puppets, I mean, that's orchestration. That's not, I mean, it's heavy and the lyrical content is such, but that's just orchestra the way everything swells of the guitars the uh the instrumental that's on there orion i mean it's and that's which was all
2: him by the way
1: yeah that's all cliff and i mean um you know there's no wall in there which i think that's part of (laughs) i'm just kidding we'll talk about that later but uh i think that uh i mean that is something to be said as far as i mean cliff he was a monster but you know the thing is is that I mean, Flea is a monster as well. I mean, he's been with the Chili Peppers for how long? He's done the, the entire fuck time. thing. He's done the rock thing. He's done. He
2: played, he played in Jane's Addiction for a little he bit. He played in
1: Jane's Addiction, and that's a straightforward rock band with a lot of uh, combustion. So, I mean, it shows... Most underrated could, band of the 90s. I well, studied. okay, well, that... that <laughs> We'll come back to that, but uh, put that, added to the list. If you would like to see an, uh, an episode of us talking about the best of the 90s, uh, underrated no, most 90s underrated. Bands. Sorry, most underrated 90s bands. Uh, put it in the comments, but, um, I mean, that does show that he has versatility. He can do the rock stuff. Yeah. I mean, he can handle uh, a personality, personality like Dave Navarro, but he can also do the stuff with, I mean, Anthony Kiedis was a major drug addict. I mean, he was... I mean, it, he helped him get clean. I mean, he helped him through all that. So.
2: And John Fushante.
1: And John Fushante. And I mean, it, it definitely does. I mean, that is something to kind of argue. I mean, and of course, John McCartney play. is, I mean, Paul McCartney is who Paul McCartney is. I mean, John really Fushante doesn't
2: come back to do Californication if it's not for Flea. Flea
1: yeah, was, was the one that reached out to him and said, hey, come back
2: to the band.
0: And so. let's not forget that Flea played one hell of a tattoo artist in the movie Son in Law. Just saying.
1: <laughs> hey, the other thing to remember, though, on a serious note, is uh, Flea was the bass player for Alanis Morissette's album uh, "Jagged Little Pill." He huh? played. I mean, he played on "You Ought to Know." That's his bass playing. So he played with Taylor yeah. Hawkins, and if I'm correct, I think fact John Fusante played on that too. So fact check that. I'm almost cool. certain he's in the video. I could be that, wrong
0: that flea played with Alanis sports that
2: jagged little
1: pelt well, hey, while you're, while you're fact checking on that. Um, I believe I know for a fact he played on, uh, you ought to know. The other thing though, is, um, he also played the baseline in uh, young MC's, uh, principal's office and, uh, What's the first track? Sounds off like air? you're making the case to have Flea in our supergroup there, Joel. Well, I'm just saying he, he plays um, a myriad of songs. Am I right?
0: He, uh, right now, Flea plays bass uh, and Dave Navarro plays guitar on You to Know. Okay. <laughs> <jagged little> <laughs> I tell you, I don't know a lot about things, but I do but know. What I do... <laughs> but, <laughs> I... but
2: what I do know. <laughs>
1: Uh, but what I, you know I, what I don't know is that Michael Jackson's Thriller album was in 1982. <laughs> but uh, but I mean, he's, all right. I mean, I I'm, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch with Gurfers, man. I think I'm gonna go flee. I think I talked myself into it. Well,
2: I'm. I guess I'll be the holdout. I'm still holding with Cliff. So. Okay.
1: Well, two to three, I mean, two to
0: one. This is the point in the podcast to where down on that corner, it says flea two, and down on that (laughs) corner, (laughs) clip one, and then we have a banner up top saying, winner, winner, chicken dinner.
1: Do you
0: want it to, like, flash, too? Uh, Okay, so uh, begrudgingly, with one person on this podcast, we're going to go with flea, in our super group. Is is this is this what we're doing?
2: Hey we're doing. I got I got outvoted so
0: well let's hey. see this. I, but I,
2: I, I cannot I mean I mean we're splitting hairs now, right? Like going off of Gerfer's list, going off the, the ones that we brought, I mean and, and again, just my opinion, minus the guys who are on the more progressive side, you couldn't really go wrong, at least in my opinion. Sure. They all are very unique and bring certain things to the table. And so um, I, I really can't argue with Flea, so.
0: So, I mean, that's one hell of a rhythm section. John Bonham and yeah. Flea. So, um, yeah, we, we've got some work ahead of us to get some uh, kick-ass guitar players in front of them and a front man but well, uh, a
2: kick-ass guitar player and a keyboard player
0: you know let's I'm go i'm just
1: ready for the flute
0: come this on this
2: isn't jethro tall
0: uh, <laughs> we can always bastards always <laughs> get, uh will Farrell and christopher walken to bring us some cowbell if we need it
2: hey That's i'm true. all i'm all for the cowbell
0: let's go you know when
1: you were talking about chad smith i was like chad smith or will Farrell. Will Ferrell, they look the same. Look up the
2: Will Ferrell Chad Smith drum battle on the Tonight Show on YouTube. It's pretty funny. Yes. Yeah.
0: So, John Bonham and Flea, we'll yep. bring y'all another uh, member to the super group in our next show. Uh, but right now, I believe Christian, you've got us a uh, another first listen this week. Uh, I do. Let's see what we got.
2: Um. So. This is probably going to fit the spirit of this segment more than, uh, last week's pick. Uh, even though Joel hadn't heard last week's pick, Mm -hmm. but the whole spirit of this segment was bringing a first listen, uh, for Ryan. Right. That's the whole spirit of this segment. And I am going to play a song by a band named elbow. Mm -hmm. If you are familiar with them. Um, this is off their album, The Seldom Seen Kid. Um, and it's a song called Grounds for Divorce. Joel, have you heard it?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm not good with their names, but I'm sure I have. If it is, it's not the first album?
2: Uh, there, uh, this album came out in 2008.
1: OK. And then I probably have heard it, yeah. All right, let me do that. If it'll play. There we go. Mondays
2: is right so far?
1: Gurfers?
0: Yeah, no, that's good stuff. Um, So, uh, as it was building up, uh, if that was in my truck and I'm driving down the road, I would have changed the station, but I'm glad you let it keep going because when it hit and and the buildup paid off there, I mean, that's good stuff. And so, um, it's just funny that we we do the bass player for the super group tonight, and right now the line sticking out to me is the bass line in yeah. this little you know. So this is no, this is good stuff. I like it.
2: All right, let's continue. Speaking of bass As
3: this whisper of jokers doing flesh by the pound to a chorus of supposes from the little town hall.
2: that's grounds for divorce
0: yeah that's good stuff I, I I find it interesting that every time I found myself going okay yeah, yeah I'm, I've heard enough they bring you back in because I mean they, they just it all hits again right at that moment where I'm ready to check out they bring me back in, you know yeah. so well, that's good stuff there was one little section too that it, it was almost like uh, I don't know if it was a little keyboard but like up a uh, real high up a top uh, atop everything else there was this nice little like keyboard little line happening yeah. which was kind of cool. So yeah no I I out of all of the first listens that we've had on this podcast so far this one's been my favorite.
1: I I see what you did. There. I would. I know you know we'll have more good first listens. The the whole thing about the first listens is that's exactly what it is, is to expose not just Ryan, of course Ryan's the, the kind of primary target, but uh, to to expose people to music that may they may or may not have heard yet. Yeah. Um, you know, I was I was a big fan of the first album. I this is not on the first album. No, um, no. I'll be honest with you, the first part of the song, I was, you know what it sounded like to me was perhaps today. <laughs> like I was listening to it and I, like I was like, Perhaps <laughs> today. And I was like, oh my gosh. Um, which I'm not a big fan of that song. Well, but I mean go look it up later. But uh I'm not a big fan of that song. Um and I played on it, so (laughs) take it for what it is. But then once it kicked in, I agreed totally with once it kicked in from that point forward, I was hooked on the rest of the song. Yeah. Um, if I would have been in my car had you not played this for me, I would have turned it off. I would have been done by the the first. Uh, there was like two verses at the beginning but I love I love the bass line I love the drums that are behind it I love the vocal line Um, the band is a great band anyway which is so funny because this this sounds more like um, uh, like arctic monkeys in a way to me more than elbow Uh, that kind of driving distorted bass line kind of thing Um, but I liked it so I, I I have nothing but, but props, so congratulations, Fisher, you uh, you, well, you, you did know. well this week. What can I say? Hey, I did well last week, too. Oh, yeah, well, but I mean, that's kind of like saying, hey, listen to this Zeppelin track, or listen to this Beatles track, or, uh, I mean, playing yeah, Radiohead <laughs> is, I mean, I I don't care, you pick the worst track, I mean, maybe Pablo Honey, but you pick your worst Radiohead track, and it's... It's still I'm, I'm in
2: the minority, I think, but I, I like Pablo Honey. I think it's a good album. I think it's a good, album, it's it's a no good
1: stepping stone. But like for me... It's a decent it's, introduction to the band. Like It's, it's a, a decent debut album. It's an alternative rock album. I think it was, hey, we like these guys, they have talent. But then the bends came out and it changed the game. Like the yeah, bins, but that's all another debate. That's a whole, whole nother podcast. We can talk about Radiohead till the cows come home, as they say here in Texas. So, yeah. But uh, that was good stuff, man. Awesome.
0: Not bad.
1: So, hey, real quick, everybody, tell us what you think. Um, we'd love to get your feedback. I know we haven't talked much about it today, but uh, let us know what you think about the bass player that we chose uh if there's a bass player that you think should have been on the list if you heard a name and you're like hey this is the guy that should be on there you know put it in the comments section we'd love for you to follow us so as new episodes come out uh we're we're trying to crank, uh, crank one out a week uh for y'all because we love doing this and we'd love to get y'all's feedback so anything that you'd like to hear and of course as fisher mentioned earlier uh most underrated band of the 90s uh and so on if you want to talk about the uh VMA performance from last night or lack Rather of not. Kidding. Anyway, <laughs> but if you'd like to talk about those things, I mean, we'd love to discuss those things because, uh, you know, like we've mentioned before, we love music and we'd love to hear back from you. So, you know, hit su- subscribe, if I can say subscribe, hit subscribe, uh, put some comments in the notes, let us know what you think. Smash that
2: like button. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's reached that time of the show where i uh I shout out a couple of youtube channels that uh that I watch and follow on a regular basis um that kind of inspired me to kind of kick start this show um, and in um i guess celebration of the the bass player that we talked about tonight uh, a channel that I, I i think it's a great channel it's uh He's a phenomenal bass player, and the guy's funny. Uh, the channel is Davey504. Um, check him out. He's a guy out of Italy. Um, he does a lot of uh, – it's a meme channel, basically, with bass. And the guy – like, people challenge him to bass, the bass playoffs, and he is just – he's known for slapping the bass, right? That's his thing, slap the bass. <laughs> slapping uh, the bass. And uh, he's, he's just a really – he's a really good bass player. I think um, – oh, God, think Flea. He plays a lot like Flea or um, the guy from Yes. Like, he would be in that, that vein of bass players. Uh, and then my second channel, um, I've been following this guy for, shoot, seven, eight years now. Um, and I can't believe I forgot him last week. During the drummer discussion, it's a channel called, uh, by the name of John Q, and he does drum covers. Um, He does a lot of brush, tool. um, He does some original stuff, too, but mainly uh, drum covers. So uh, give him a a look and, and see what you think.
0: All right, guys, so, again, just to kind of recap today, we had a fantastic first listen. Uh, by far the best first listen so far. Uh,
1: it's fantastic. It's so nice. It, it, was,
0: it, was, it was phenomenal.
1: <laughs> that leaked perfectly.
0: <laughs> Absolutely phenomenal. That's such a great word. I, I rarely have a chance to use it in a sentence. Anyway, um, last week... We had John Bonham as our uh, super group drummer. This week we were able to get Flea uh, with him in our supergroup. Uh, we're gonna continue the supergroup trend. Uh, what we're gonna be looking at for our next show will be picking a rhythm guitar uh, slash keyboard player. Uh, so tune in for that discussion because uh, that one, I don't wanna say it's gonna get heated, but it'll definitely uh, probably be uh, a lot more in depth and we may have to take a little bit longer to come to a decision on a, uh, a rhythm guitar player because there's so many good ones out there. Um, uh, another be coming down the pipe is uh, going to be a segment where we talk about songs that have a memorable moment in them. They may have a great intro and then the rest of the song just was flat, or it may have had a really killer uh, opening lick, or, you know, it may have had a great drum solo in it, but the rest of the song just kind of, suck for a lack of better terms um so we're going to talk about songs that had a memorable moment but the rest of it just fell flat um we're also going to bring back another first listen i believe joel's going to be bringing that one next week uh a future first listens uh, down the road i may start bringing in some uh classical and country style music uh, <laughs> stay tuned for that uh i don't I want to
3: wait <laughs>
0: We're going to open this up to more than just, uh, you know, some, some good music. We, we tend to be leaning <laughs> a little more towards the rock, the, the kind of the rock thing. We're going to open it up. You know, we'll do country. We'll do classical. We'll do jazz, funk, whatever. Uh, so be tuned in. Uh, stay tuned for uh, maybe some classical or country uh, first listens. Uh, but as always, we love having you here. Keep tuning in. Uh, again comment in the uh, section below if you've got a segment that you want us to talk about if it's something that we haven't done before guys we want you to do this we want you to talk about that Uh, let us know and we will absolutely do what we can to make it happen for you Uh, again tune in next week we'll see you later peace
2: Too much metal for one hand. <laughs>
0: He goes, he, so he goes, you better get that water. (laughs) (laughs) You, you
1: literally froze like this. (laughs) And then you're like, (laughs) and we're like,